everyone. Welcome back to the Leaders in Best podcast. We're your hosts, Katie and Jordan. Last week, we kicked off the first part of our two-part episode discussing academics at the University of Michigan and the transition to college. We shared some of the most common questions we have received as student ambassadors about classes and our first year as Michigan students, and we shared some of our favorite tips and tricks to tackle that first year in the classroom. But getting used to college academics won't be the only part of your transition. You'll also be moving to a new place, making new friends, and getting involved with new activities. Today, we'll talk about orientation, move-in day, and the other big highlights of the start of your college journey. Here today to help us talk about that transition are two current Michigan students, Jack and Justin. Hi everyone, my name is Jack. I am a sophomore in the College of Engineering studying chemical engineering and I'm originally from Plymouth, Michigan. Hi, my name is Justin. Uh, I'm originally from Rybrook, New York and I'm a junior studying film, television and media and communications and media within the College of Literature, Science and the Arts. Huge thanks to you all for joining us today. We're super excited to have you. One of the most important sources of information for how to start off on the right foot here at Michigan is orientation. What was your orientation experience like? So for me, I was very nervous coming into orientation. Coming into my freshman year, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my college career. I had no major decided. I had even no path decided. I thought I was going to come and take four random classes. I had no idea what to do. But the second I got there, I not only made two close friends who I stayed in contact with through all of college still, I got to meet with a peer advisor and an academic advisor, which was super helpful. For over an hour and a half, I had one-to-one contact, and they essentially babied me through this process, which was absolutely perfect for me. Uh, they were able to sit me down and talk to me about my requirements, classes that would help me out no matter which path I took. And as I developed my interests throughout my freshman year, all my classes I took in my first and second semester have counted towards my graduation and were also really enjoyable classes, and I wouldn't have known that without orientation. It was a great experience to get to know Ann Arbor, and I can't wait for you all to experience it this summer. Yeah, just talking on that, the orientation experience at Michigan is just really fun overall. That The way they do it at Michigan is they actually hold three days for freshman orientation. Uh, a lot of my friends uh, at other schools would really only go up for the day. And I really liked having to travel to Ann Arbor for about a weekend and being able to experience what it's kind of like just to be a student, to wake up in the morning, to go to sleep, brush your teeth at night, and then go to bed in the dorm room. It was a super fun experience and also a great way to meet a ton of people. I'm not sure if this is a quality of one of my orientations, but for some reason, the people from my orientation continue to just pop up in a ton of my classes, clubs, and other uh, ventures at the University of Michigan. Uh, in fact, one of the people I met on orientation became one of my bestest friends here. It just goes to show that you might actually meet the people that you spend your four years with at more orientation. But as we'll talk about in a bit, no pressure if you don't. There's tons of other ways to meet people your freshman year, uh, but orientation certainly is a really, really great start. I found orientation to be super helpful for the same reason that Jack did, which was I had no idea how to approach my classes. They sent us the course guide in the mail, and the course guide was thicker than any book I've ever picked up in my entire life. And while it was really nice to have that array of classes to choose from, and I knew that at a school like Michigan, if I was interested in something, there was probably a class on it. When I was an itty-bitty incoming freshman and didn't know where to start, I needed an advisor to walk me through it. My advisor was wonderful. I still meet with her every semester, and she's the reason that I feel like I have my life together here in college. So 
I think that advising is one of the most important resources you get introduced to at orientation. I also made some really great friends in my orientation, and I think it was cool to kind of have your first taste of life as an adult living away from home. Usually when I would go away for programs and things, whether for my youth group in high school or whatever it may have been, once we were in for the night, we were in for the night. But when I was at orientation, once we got dismissed for the night, we went out and got food late at night and got milkshakes and things like that. And it was just cool to start to see what life in college would be like. I think one of my favorite things about orientation was actually getting oriented to the Michigan campus. I had only been to campus once before my orientation in the summer. So it was really fun to walk around with other students, go through academic buildings, kind of walk my way through what a day would be like if I were going to classes. And it just helped me picture what a typical day would look like. So I definitely encourage you to take advantage of that time at orientation to explore Ann Arbor as well as the campus and see what a typical day would look like for you. But after orientation, the next step is actually to move to campus in the fall. So I want to ask our guests today, what was your move-in day like? And what were your first weeks like on campus? So move-in day for me was like how it was for most of my peers. It's very hectic. Uh, You have everybody moving in at once. You're saying goodbye to your family, meeting your new friends in your hall the first minute you get there. could be a lot. And something I wish that I would have heard going into college is it takes time. It takes time to get adjusted. And while you may look around and see that everybody else maybe seemed to get adjusted faster, everybody else has found their niche right away, you will find yours. For me, it took about three weeks. But after about three weeks, I was able to connect with my hall people. And it actually uh, worked out as we were studying just in our common areas in our, in our residence hall. And we just got to know each other. And now they're some of my best friends who I live with. So don't feel overwhelmed if in the first week or two, you know, you haven't found your group yet. That's totally okay. You will as you get on campus. Um, Something I love about the University of Michigan is it can be a really big school, but there's so many ways to make it smaller. So in the first two or three weeks, I was attending festival, getting involved in organizations, uh, getting involved in campus jobs, such as the one I'm working right now. It was a great way for me to meet new people and also meet new friends that have carried me or carried into the end of my sophomore year. So overall, I would say it's a very hectic time. It's a very exciting time to really, you know, move away from home, but also there's no pressure Take your time, take it slow, you'll find your people. It will work out, I promise. So it's actually really funny that Jack and me are on this call right now. So Jack actually lived in my room the year after I had. So Jack's a sophomore and I'm a junior, and we lived in the same exact room. And obviously, you know, campus jobs, there is some downtime so we can talk. And somehow we figured out that we lived in the same exact room uh, just one year after the other. So it just goes to show that you really can make a big school small. And there's some other avenues that you can do this as well, especially in those first few weeks. So one of which, and probably the most popular option, is something called Festival. And Festival is held the first week of the fall semester, even before classes start. So it really gives you a chance to get involved on campus. And what Festival is, is all 1,700 of our student organizations, or as many that can fit on the Diag, will bring a table uh, to the Diag and basically try to recruit incoming freshmen as well as upperclassmen. Uh, they'll give you free merch, some free food, and it really is such a energetic, enthusiastic, and even sometimes overwhelming option to explore some of our extracurriculars. 
I like to say, and I did steal this from a, another campus leader, but I do like to say to join 15 clubs but only stick with three. I have found that three is the magic number just because I'm able to balance that uh, with my academic and work schedules, and it also has allowed me to get really close with the people in those three organizations. Now, I do recommend joining as many clubs as possible and then kind of finding your way through them and figuring out which ones that you really do want to stick with. But it is really, really exciting to do that, uh, and it's also just a great way to get your foot in the door and meet as many people as possible. I've found that I've made some of my closest friends through extracurriculars, especially because it is such an involved community. And that happens your entire four years too. So if you really feel that your first semester or even your first few semesters that the clubs you're a part of are not totally clicking, it's not a huge deal. Um, even if Festival isn't going on, you can totally hop on to uh, one of the websites that features all our student organizations, the most popular being Maze Pages. And Maze Pages will let you browse through all our student organizations, and then you can reach out to the leaders of each one and just become a part of those groups. So at any point, if you ever feel uh, that you're not connecting with your organizations or you didn't feel like you chose the best ones, you always have another option to figure out which ones you want to be a part of. I think that piece of advice that Justin likes to give pretty much hits the nail on the head for what I took away from my first few weeks on campus and my move-in day, which was don't be afraid to put yourself out there. And that can be anything as large as joining a student org or going to an event that an RA is putting on for your hall, because I promise you, as forced or a little bit cheesy as they may feel, Everyone is feeling similarly, but everyone is also looking to meet people just like you are. So it only takes showing up and having a conversation or two to potentially meet some people that you'll keep in touch with for the next few years. And particularly during COVID in ways to meet people that are safe, whether that be virtually or outside socially distant, depending on what campus looks like in the fall, just know that everyone out there is looking to build that community here on campus and you'll be able to find your way to do so. For me, this is one of my favorite stories to tell. It was my move-in day that two of the guys that lived in a room across the hall from me happened to be out on the hall. We went down and got dinner, and then that night we went and walked around and explored campus. And we ended up in the fishbowl, which is one of our computer labs on campus, and they have these funky chairs in the back. And so we sat down in those chairs in the back of the fishbowl to the point where they were closing down and the person closing the building had to come and kick us out because we were sitting down, getting to know each other. And those two people are people that I've kept in touch with even through my senior year of college. And all it took was a simple conversation on move-in day. So I promise you, if you do put yourself out there, you will find your people. For many students, the first semester can be challenging. It's hard to make the transition from living with your parents and siblings and having your friends close by to living completely on your own. I distinctly remember the day my parents dropped me off at school and then that same night when my mom called me and asked the next time that she could come and visit me at Michigan. Just like Katie, whether you think it will happen or not, I promise you, right from the second you move in, your parents are gonna ask when they can come to visit. For me, coming from out of state, I had to remind my mom that she couldn't just move with me to Ann Arbor. But it's always exciting when your family comes back to visit, and it's important to make sure you keep in touch, even if you're like me and FaceTime your parents regularly so they can show you the dogs. Justin, being out of state, how have you approached moving far away from home and keeping in touch with your family? 
Jordan, that's a great question. It sounds like our moms are definitely similar. Uh, but the university also holds a parents weekend every uh, fall semester. And that happens about halfway in. And what parents weekend looks like is they open up campus to uh, the parents of all students. And then you can also go to a football game with your parents. And I know freshman year, that was a really, really great experience because it was just around that sweet spot where I, I had started to think, okay, maybe I should talk to my parents more. I, I feel like I miss them. I haven't seen them in a really long time. It was about like two months in. Uh, and then we we had parents weekend and it was a really great refresher I was able to take them around my dorm take them around campus uh, take them to some of my favorite campus restaurants and that was just a really really cool opportunity for me to share a little bit about my experience uh, but other than that you know traveling home out of state I am from New York so I, it is a flight away most times uh, and it's super easy to get to the airport whether that's carpooling with a friend uh, taking one of the many uh, bus options that the university has to offer uh, or even even just using Uber and Lyft, it really is only a short ride away. Uh, so it's really not that difficult to get to the airport. And then the Detroit airport itself is really easy to navigate. And I really felt that I was able to transition into that pretty well, especially coming from uh, an airport like JFK, which tends to be super, super hectic. I think I've had a pretty similar experience with my family coming in from out of state. Although it is a little bit different because for me, it wasn't exactly showing my parents around campus because my dad is an alum of the university. So he was the first to actually show me around campus. But it was a really cool experience having my parents come back to visit when I was actually a student here because I dreamed of being here ever since I was little from the moment my dad put me in a Michigan jersey when I was a baby to take some baby pictures. So it was really exciting to have them come back here not just visiting Michigan, but as parents of a Michigan student. And I really vividly remember my sophomore year when they came for a football weekend and they came on one of my tours. And it was super cool to be able to be giving my parents a tour of Michigan as a tour guide when just a few years earlier, we had come to visit campus when I was hoping to be a student myself here one day. And then I will be the same parent, hopefully, that comes to quote unquote visit their child when they're really just here for the football game. And for me, I don't quite have the out of state experience. I live 23 minutes away, 20 on a good day. Um, but what I noticed right away is you really don't appreciate all that you had at home until you're gone. But what that makes for is great conversations on the phone. I feel like I got even closer to my parents once I left for college, which kind of sounds like would be the opposite of what would be expected. But I think a lot of my friends and a lot of my peers have the same experience. Something great about growing up is you don't have to leave what you have behind. You're able to take the advice and love and support from your family into becoming an independent person. So definitely take advantage of getting support from your family and friends at home, even if you're far away somewhere else on campus. With that being said, everyone's transition is going to look a little bit different. However, you will all have access to the same resources that we all have on campus. So to our current students, Justin and Jack, um, what resources did you take advantage of when you first came to campus your freshman year? So one of the first resources that I took advantage of when I came to campus was my RA. So every single resident in any residence hall has a resident advisor, an RA. And basically what they do is they kind of watch over, they're kind of your guardian figure away from home. And my RA, who Alexis, who was absolutely amazing, um, she started off from the beginning of the year offering dinners for the whole hall to come together. And it was at those events where I kind of got to know my hall, which became my best friends. 
um, it was through those RA-sponsored events that you get to really meet some great people. So if you're really looking for ways to you know, meet everybody else as you first come to campus, RA events are a great resource to take advantage of. On top of that, using your peers as a resource is another great um, advantage of Michigan. Something I did not expect was how cooperative Michigan would be. My first semester, I had to take Math 215, which is Calc 3, and I did not realize how in deep I was. Um, it was about three weeks, and we were doing our homework inside one of the computer labs for our lab class, and I was struggling. I had no idea what to do, and I looked over, and there was another kid sitting at a table, and I walked over to him, and I said, do you have any idea what's going on? And he said no. So that night, we went to my study table. We looked at our homework, we worked on it together, we both did well in the class, and now he's my roommate next door, he's one of my best friends. So it's just a great way to take advantage of your peers um, in, not in a way that you can help each other, and it's a really great resource to have um, people help you. Something that I think is a big misconception is that you need to do everything alone. You most absolutely do not. Take advantage of the help you have on campus. Take advantage of your peers and take advantage of the professional resources. One of my favorite resources is the Science Learning Center, which I am actually a facilitator for as my other job on campus. The Science Learning Center is the base for all tutoring and help services for our uh, science classes at Michigan, such as chemistry, biology, physics, and what it does is you can either go for tutoring or you could do what I did my freshman year and go to study group. In going through the study groups, I not only learned the content really well, I also got to make a lot of great friends and it really made Michigan feel like more of a home as I got more immersed in what I was doing. So like I was saying, really take advantage of your RAs, take advantage of your friends and the peers you'll make and take advantage of the professional resources we have on campus. Everything at Michigan has is to help you, and my biggest advice for any freshman is don't wait till your senior years to use the resources that have been available all along. Something too that I love about Michigan is that you'll never meet like two people who have the same exact set of extracurriculars. So I talked a little bit about Festival, and I also feel uh, that Festival and Beyond really opens up opportunities to really engage in different campus communities. So I know, not to plug ourselves, but I know that Campus Day has their own booth at Festival. Uh, that's where I heard about the program. So that was just one of the many campus communities that Festival had offered to me. Beyond that, uh, after you do sign up for these clubs, uh, each club will hold a mass meeting uh, where basically anybody interested in the, in the club will come and see what the club is all about. I found that the mass meetings uh, really help you pick which clubs that you want to stick with and want to be a part of. A lot of clubs will have different social events, uh, whether that be things on the weekends or maybe just studying after class. Uh, it tends to be a really great way to know a lot of upperclassmen. And I also found that getting to know those upperclassmen will introduce you to other communities that you'll want to be a part of. I just encourage everybody to uh, get involved as much as they can. It really is the most fruitful part of being a Michigan student, at least for me. I also was a member of a Michigan Michigan learning community my freshman year and a Michigan learning community is a community that you'll live with so you all share a residence hall and those communities are generally based around an interest so I know for me coming from a film background I wanted to engage in a learning community that had to do with writing and the arts so that worked out really well for me but they also have communities based in uh, language based in science based in volunteering even. Uh, so there's a ton of different options and I encourage everybody to go on the Michigan Learning Community's website just to browse all the many options that you have. But I, I do definitely 
uh, believe that a Michigan learning community provides that sense of community early early on. Uh, and I really felt connected to my hall because of that learning community. Uh, and it was really, really a great option for me. And I think Michigan has a ton of those, uh, whether that be the extracurriculars you may find at festival, the learning communities themselves, or even campus employment. Uh, campus employment is another great way to meet people and get involved on campus. Uh, whether you're doing something like, like us here, uh, which is you know working with admissions or even working in some of our many cafes that are located in the libraries. So these are some fantastic resources and some that I definitely utilized when I was a first year student. I got to know my RA really well, who was actually a campus day leader back in his day. I also found myself at one of our tutoring centers, the Sweetland Writing Center for my first paper, because it was definitely a change of pace to start the transition to college writing. And I also was a part of a Michigan learning community. I was in the honors program and lived in honors housing. And that introduced me to a lot of really great people that I still keep in touch with, as well as offering me classes to take and some employment opportunities down the road. But the way we wanted to end today's episode was after recapping all of these really great resources in our experience, we wanted to ask our guests today if they had any pieces of advice that they would go back and tell their first year selves. And in answering that question, they have the opportunity to share that advice with all of you that are listening. So if I go back to August 30th, 2019, and look at little baby Jack's eyes with my shorter hair and bald face, and I have to look and say, here's what I think you should do in college, my first piece of advice would be breathe. In the moment when you first get here, it may be overwhelming. Any transition to college will be, any transition to somewhere new will be but it will all turn out okay. You'll find your niche, you'll find your people. Just make sure you keep being yourself and you'll find people who love you for that way. There are so many niches at Michigan that you can join, whether that's through employment, through fraternities, through clubs, through classes, through study groups, and so many more that you will find your place here. And what's so great about Michigan is you may find your place in multiple places. If I was to tell Jack a second thing, it would be take advantage of your resources sooner. There are so many great resources I learned about my sophomore year on campus as well, such as our um, counseling and psychological services, which is a great way to keep myself in check during quarantine and during all of the craziness that's been COVID. In addition to that, like Jordan said, the Sweet Writing Center has been another great resource for my career uh, ventures, looking at over resumes and cover letters. And my third piece of advice would be to enjoy the moment. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that you all have to go to college and to do it at the University of Michigan. This is so exciting. And if your first thought when you think of moving in on the fall is stressed, change that. This is going to be an amazing experience. Things will work out as they will. They always do. And you have so many resources on campus to help you out. Take advantage of advising. You'll meet great friends along the way that will help you as well. And like I said before, take a deep breath. It'll be okay. Yeah, I love that advice, just to breathe. I think, you know, definitely giving yourself some room to breathe your freshman year is really important because it can feel overwhelming. You know, all these opportunities are being thrown at you at one time, and it's a lot to process, especially, you know, coming from a high school environment. It, it is a lot different. I'll also say, you know, be patient. Uh, it's okay if things don't all click for you at once. I know for me, at least my freshman transition was, you know, I, I somewhat struggled with how overwhelming it was at times. Um, and, and I wish that I had, you know, taken moment for myself just to realize that, you know, it's okay that it's not, you know, totally clicking right now, uh, especially knowing now in hindsight that it, it eventually did. Uh, I eventually did find my people and I found the things that I love to do here. 
and if I knew that, I wouldn't have been worried at all. Uh, I just need a little bit more patience and, you know, good things are going to come and, and they're going to come your way and, and don't be afraid to get involved either. Uh, you know, if you think a club may be outside your comfort zone or you think uh, uh, one of the campus communities might be outside your comfort zone, you know, at least give it a shot. You know, the worst that can happen is that you won't like it or you won't click with it and that's totally okay. You're not going to click with everything here and, and that's that's the beauty of college is that, you know, you, you get to, you're at least trying those things and you're at least uh, seeing where you fit and, and seeing what's most true to you. Uh, and, you know, having the space to do that, especially at such a big school like Michigan, uh, is something I'm really grateful for, especially now that I've really found the things that, that fit who I am. One of the best pieces of advice I ever received and also the best advice I would give to any incoming freshman is to take advantage of every single minute in college. These four years will fly by. I can say that with the utmost certainty because I am a senior now and recognize how quickly these past four years have gone. But it really is important to take advantage of every single minute that you have in college. There will be many difficulties and challenges, but also so many experiences of growth and excitement. I encourage you to take advantage of every single opportunity that comes your way and embrace all of the exciting times as well as the scary times and the overwhelming times that come with being a college student. Thank you, Katie, for that reminder that our four years has flown by because let me tell you, I'm not yet feeling ready to leave Michigan and be a real person, but it's coming and I am sure that we will be okay. But I wanna take the piece of advice that Justin gave about not worrying too much about not having things figured out and take it even a step further and say, embrace that uncertainty. It's in that uncertainty of not knowing exactly how things will go over your four years that you may stumble upon opportunities that will change your college experience. I mentioned this in an earlier episode, but while I had an interest in eventually going to law school, I didn't know what that would mean in terms of what I got involved in undergrad. And it was walking through festival and someone yelling something at me and handing me a flyer that I learned about the pre-law and public policy fraternity that I've become involved in. When I first got the flyer, I didn't exactly think it would be for me, but I had nothing else going on that night. So I went to the mass meeting and I immediately fell in love with the people and the organization it's how I met the people I live with, the people I spend a lot of my time with, and truly my best friends and most formative community here on campus. I also didn't come in knowing what I wanted to study. I thought I wanted to do political science and maybe a second major like economics, but it was through exploring majors here on campus that I found PPE and organizational studies. PPE is philosophy, politics, and economics. And if I hadn't been okay with not knowing exactly what I wanted to study and taking that opportunity to learn more about what was available to me here at Michigan, I never would have found those really unique programs that have not only allowed me to explore subjects that I'm really passionate about, but also have introduced me to some people that I'll keep in touch with for the rest of my life, which, if you haven't noticed, is a really common theme through something through the things that everyone has talked about over the course of today's episode and probably in past episodes as well, is that even though Michigan is a pretty big school, when you find those things to get involved in, you will find your people and you will find those people that you won't just keep in touch with during your four, your four years here, but also for the rest of your life. I want to give a big thank you to Jack for writing 
today's episode and also taking time to record this episode. And also a big thank you to Justin for stopping by and sharing his experiences and advice. So for all of you listening, not only have you made it through part two of our episode on our transition to college, but you've also made it to the end of our first season. Having reached that milestone, we also want to give a big thanks to our editing team, who you've also heard from time to time on our podcast, Justin, Charlotte, and Sarah, as well as Brian, our professional staff member in the admissions office, who's helped make this podcast happen. But don't you worry, you are not done with us just yet. For our second season, we'll be exploring bonus topics such as catching up with alumni, campus myths and legends, and adjusting to living with a new roommate. Next week, we'll be joined by two former Campus Day coordinators, Sam and Maddie, to talk about how Michigan set them up for success. As always, you can check out Enrollment Connect for more chances to talk to current students about life at Michigan. We'll talk to you all again soon. And until then, go Blue. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Leaders and Best podcast. Make sure to check out our next episode posted on Friday. To stay informed on admission information, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at UMichAdmissions or University of Michigan Admissions on Facebook. And connect with us for all things Michigan at U of Michigan on Instagram, UMich on Twitter, and University of Michigan on Facebook. Use the hashtag Victors2025 to stay connected with us. If you have any questions about the podcast, email us at campusday at umich.edu with podcast in the subject line. Till next time, go blue.